Hello and welcome to the Home Wrecker Podcast. It's me, the Golden Greek, Alex Arion, joined as always by my beautiful, lovely, gorgeous, amazing, certified hypnotherapist, trophy wife, the lovely Monique. Oh, you don't want me to call you trophy wife anymore. No. I forgot. Well, you forgot. Well, I'm yeah. your trophy wife. Yeah, you are anyway. So, Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm peachy. How are you? Doing fantastic as always. Wonderful. Yeah. I'm going to have to adjust this because I'm looking back at you. I'm doing the thing that I said that I didn't <laughs> want you to do. He yelled at me for this. I don't yell at you. I He's just like, to watch don't, it. don't touch it. It makes noise. Just be noise. careful. Don't bump into it. It makes so much noise, and yeah. I'm doing it right now. Right, on, And I'm not even going to edit it because we're live. We're live, pal. <laughs> yeah. So we uh, just celebrated our 10-year wedding anniversary. We did. It's pretty crazy. Should we share with everyone how we celebrated? No, that's our private time, our private stuff. No one needs to know that. I th- I think we should share. You want to be that much of an open book with people? Because we didn't do anything. <laughs> okay, then. Yeah, we don't really celebrate. <laughs> we don't, no, we didn't do anything. <laughs> I, I figured we'd have some mystique and, and, and some mystery and, and I, leave the imagination. I think it's leave, cool. Leave it up to the imagination. I think it's people, cool. Like, we don't give a shit. Yeah, I... We don't get cards. We don't do gifts. We don't do anything. No. We're like, happy anniversary, but that's really it. That's about it. Yeah. It's nice. It is. I think we could, and we even forget sometimes it's our anniversary. Like, yeah. oh, when is it? Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. And and like sometimes I wonder, should the anniversary be the day we exchange vows, the wedding vows, or should it be the first time like we you know, went on a date and hung out? What should be the anniversary? It's weird because I think some couples celebrate multiple things, like their first date, once they officially became a couple. Oh, I couldn't do multiple things. It's one thing. It's like, gosh, one thing is cool. Like, we don't need to do a million different things. I'm fine with the one thing. But but that's that's my point, though. What's more important? What is it? Because the wedding, as we know, it's just just a ceremony, really. You can argue pros and it's cons. It's paperwork of being with a party. Pretty much. So it's like, what's more important? That? Because that's what everybody recognizes? Or should it be the first time that you meet and realize, oh, geez, I'm really into this person? And then, you know, that's the starting point for the, the thing that eventually grows into a full blown relationship. And for us, spending the rest of our lives together. Yeah. For most people, hopefully, <laughs> that, that get married. I mean, the Not statistics everyone, but- don't say that. But yeah, but it, I mean, what should be more important? I, I look at it like, okay, yeah, the wedding. All right, great. But I think that first time meeting and, and we like pretty much narrowed it down. We didn't have the exact date. That's how awesome we are. 
We don't even have the exact date. We just settled on September fifteenth. We, we just picked a date because yeah. it was like we, we, it wasn't September, but we didn't remember if it was like towards the. Be- it was more towards the beginning or more towards. It wasn't towards the end, but we didn't know exactly what date. So we're like, ah, we'll just. How about the fifteenth? Yeah, because it's right in the middle. We're like that's that's good enough. So twelve years together. Yeah. Ten years married. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Doesn't feel like it. Well, it's weird because it feels longer than that, but it also feels like it hasn't been that long. If that yeah. makes any sense. It, I don't know if it makes sense. I don't care. Whatever. So anyway, we're married still. Yeah. <laughs> After all these years. So happy anniversary. Happy what uh, anniversary. What else is going on with you? Anything new, crazy, fun, exciting um, since we last spoke well, here? Well, I did my, as we record this, I had just done my mystical meetup. How'd it go? It was so fun. I love doing those. I love Carlene, my partner in hypnotherapy crime. She is fantastic. And if you haven't checked out Mystical Meetups, go to my website, innerstandingshypnosis.com. I have a page on my website that has information about upcoming meetings. It's usually the second Tuesday of the month. And next month, so December, Tuesday, December 14th, we're going to do it at 8 p.m. Eastern time. So if you're on the West Coast, it's a little bit later. So we're trying to give a little accommodation for those people as well. And we're going to be talking about anxiety. Okay. Keep an eye out for that. That's one that I think a lot of people can get something from that. For oh, sure. yeah. There's so much that can be done uh, for anxiety through hypnotherapy. Cool. So we'll be talking about that. And just in time for the holidays, too. Oh, geez. Yeah, yeah. when everybody's anxiety is at an all-time high. <laughs> Probably even more so this year. I, I was seeing that they're, yeah. they're going to be, it's going to be like the most expensive Thanksgiving because all the food is inflated so much to That's ridiculous crazy. levels. And you know, with all these shortages of everything and the freighters and whatever whatever nonsense is going on, they're saying that there's not going to be a, as many toys in stock and... That kind of thing. So should be a pretty interesting Christmas and Thanksgiving and all that stuff. It's what you make of it. Oh, I agree. I'm just saying it, it, it's... For a lot of we, people. We talk about anxiety. Gonna that's going to be... It's going yeah. to be a lot. Mm-hmm. It's going to be huge yeah. for folks. So, yeah. So, understandingshypnosis.com. Check it out. There you go. Yes. Yeah, cool. Good deal. How what about else you? Is, oh, how about me? Yeah. I'm thinking, I'm trying to think if I got anything new or exciting or fun going on. Nah, I, you know, I can't really say since we, since our last show, am I forgetting something or? No, I just. Okay. We always say this to each other, like, hey, what's up? What's new? And everything. Because if we have something to share, we'd like to share it. But I don't think I really have anything I want to share at this moment. Or anything that you want to share, perhaps. (gasps) I was looking at, I was looking at drums. Yeah. Yeah. I was looking at drums because. You know, we did that show recently uh, talking about, you know, how he used to play drums. And I, I was looking, I'm like, you know, I wonder how much a drum set is now. Because I put so much money into the one that I had and I loved it and it was awesome. And I was looking, I'm like, holy shit, these are actually, I could get one right now. They're pretty affordable. I mean, it wouldn't be exactly what I had, obviously, but it would be a quality kit and, you know, symbols and all that kind of stuff. And so, actually, today, uh, I I don't even know if I told you. Actually, I don't. I didn't tell no, you. I know you I didn't. didn't tell you. I got a pair of drumsticks in the mail. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Just so I could start practicing stuff again. No, I want us to get a drum set because I want to play. <laughs> I don't know how to play drums, but I just want to play. Oh, I'll teach you. No one taught me. You, you kind of teach yourself, I guess. 
I remember when we first moved into our house, there was a neighbor who would play drums and you could hear yeah. like the drums and then you'd hear yeah. the band playing. I'm like, I want to find these people. It was like, uh, it was like the next street over. I yeah. Think. And they were, they would jam out. Yeah. And it was, it was just when we first, first moved into our house almost eight years ago now, nine years ago. Eight, nine. Yeah. Nine. And, and uh, yeah, yeah, it was, I was like, Hmm. So it's going to be one of those kind of neighborhoods first. And then here at the first time, like, you know what? I can't get upset because I used to do that too. And then, you know, after, after, yeah. you know, a couple of weeks of hearing it all the time, I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. And when it stopped, it was like, what happened to the music? <laughs> I used to get excited <laughs> what when they the play a song I liked. I'm like, oh, I like that song. Yeah. So, but yeah, I, uh, that's, I guess that's kind of new. So yeah, I, I will, I will be getting a drum set again. Yay. Hopefully sooner rather than later. It's just a matter of now. I'm, I'm like, okay, when do I pull the trigger on this thing? Cause I'm like. Obviously, now having this discussion with you on our podcast, I'm like, where are we gonna put um, them? Oh, I, I've got, I've already got a spot planned okay. out. Everything, I've got, I got it all picked out. And actually, our basement is perfect. It's got the perfect spot for a drum set, and I'll show you later. But it's, it's where my desk is right now. Mm-hmm. That section right there, it's perfect. The way that it's all concrete barricaded in. It's like the perfect thing. It's been here all along, and I've never really realized it. It's amazing. The perfect spot it's has like the been perfect here spot all this time. Has been here all along, and, we and just I just didn't never, know it. <laughs> it's been right in front of my face. But yeah, no, I I was um, yeah. What was I going to say now? Drum set. Drum set. Yeah. Are we getting one? All right. Yeah, I think so. So apparently, we're getting a drum set. <laughs> yes. Breaking news. Yes, probably pretty soon. Yeah, because uh, yeah, that's where I was going. Because uh, with inflation and everything, that's going to mm-hmm. be. Essentially, I, what I was seeing a lot of uh, different financial things that I look at and read and, and everything, they're saying that right now, the way that inflation is going, anything that anybody, and this is for anything, not just a drum set, but anything that anybody wants to buy, that you've been meaning to buy, like whatever it is, and I'm, we're, not, we're not talking about food, we're talking about like a material thing that you've wanted for a long time. Stuff. St- yes, yeah, stuff. So for, uh, for me, for example, a drum set. Get it within like the next few months because come 2022 and beyond, inflation is going to be so bad that what what you'd pay, say, $500 for something right now will be fifteen to $2,000, $1,500 to $2,000 in a few months just at the rate that it's going up. And it's not going to stop because it's just going to keep going up and up and up and stuff's going to be more scarce and whatever. So, yeah, that was kind of what I was reading. So I'm like, hmm. It's a sign. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, but. I actually, I did um, a tarot reading. So our friend Leslie Fear, she has a podcast because I want to know. She asked me to be on and I was on the other week and I did a tarot reading for the rest of this year and then for next year for 2022. And it's just interesting you're bringing up like what they're saying because uh, yeah, next year is going to be interesting according to my tarot reading. So check out that episode. I think it'll be out November 22nd. So Leslie Fair, because I want to know, I do a tarot prediction for next year. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Should be interesting. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that's, uh, that's, <laughs> that's, I guess that's new, yeah. I suppose. Yeah. Well, I guess before we get into our topic at hand, let's yeah. plug some stuff. You could find us on social media, as always. At Pod. We have a website. Homewreckerpodcast.com. And on that website, we have all kinds of merchandise yes. now. T-shirts, Check mugs. Check it out. It's Stuff. cool. Stuff. 
before the, the inflation hits. Check <laughs> yeah. it out. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, before it hits, it's already hit us, but I mean, we're going to really be noticing it in the next few months. So get it now. <laughs> right. What else we have? Uh, that's it for social media and, yeah. and the website. YouTube and Brighty on. YouTube. Check Thank it you. out. Jeez, I'm crazy. Subscribe you know, and like. What if we, we've been doing this over two years now? Yes. You think I'd get this down? We're going into almost three years. Wow. Yeah. That's insane. You think we'd be better at this. <laughs> we're just being us. So what about you? What You want to plug your stuff? Yeah. Plug away. Like I said, understanding hypnosis, hypnotherapy. There's so much that can be done. We talked about anxiety. You can use hypnotherapy for weight loss. You can use it to quit smoking or quit any unhealthy habits. You can use it for fear, stress. It's really endless. I'd be here for like days if I went through the list. But you can schedule a free 20-minute consult to see if it's something you think would work for you before investing in it. So please, understandingshypnosis.com, check it out. My Understandings Hypnosis Twitter is at Monique P C H T. And if you're more interested in tarot, organite, crystals, incense, candles, fun stuff like that, go to tarotbymonique.com. And you can follow me on Twitter at underscore Monique Giselle underscore. And my love, how about you? I don't know how you remember all that. I am on Twitter at the Alex Arion. I rarely go on but feel free to give me a follow whatever it's called that's cool and then uh, alexarionfitness.com will be back up shortly and uh, you can check out some stuff there and it's it's interesting because one of the things we're going to talk about today we're done plugging right yeah okay i figure i'll use this in, as yeah, a segue, segue. okay i'm i've been into health fitness nutrition all that kind of stuff or what I thought was health and fitness pretty much since I was a young teenager. And it's amazing that all of most of what I learned then and what I believe to be true up until just the last several years was all bullshit. It was not true. It was not it was the opposite of what I was led to believe. And so we're gonna talk about some of that stuff here today about just the different deception, I guess, that we've all been, we've all been led to believe that foods and drinks and things that, that have been marketed towards us are healthy and they're yeah. really not. They're the, they're the exact opposite of health. So we're going to talk about some of that stuff here today. And the, and the reason that we got started on, on, on or, or that this kind of came up is because one of the things that, uh, used to really bother me and I didn't know it until I eliminated it from my diet entirely was a, a, a chemical called sucralose, mm -hmm. which do you want me to share what it is? Go ahead and share what it is first okay. and then I'm, we'll get into it. Many people know sucralose as Splenda. So it's the ingredient in Splenda. So it's an artificial sweetener. It's derived from sugar and it contains chlorine. It was originally found as an insecticide compound, and it includes maltodextrin and dextrose. So it's a synthetic sugar, which the body can have difficulty recognizing because it's synthetic. It may also kill helpful bacteria in the stomach and cause inflammation that can lead to Crohn's, irritable bowel syndrome, leaky gut, and other digestive problems. 
Issues have been found with it when it's heated above 119 degrees, creating potentially toxic compounds. And it's been associated with weight gain and diabetes, but it's been approved by the FDA, so it's okay. Right on. Sucralose. So you hear sucralose, right? And mm-hmm. and it sounds it sounds pretty benign. It doesn't sound like anything horrible. It sounds I don't know. It, to me, like sucralose, it kind of has that, it, it almost sounds like a sweet name. If, well, if that makes any sense. It, it kind of comes from sucrose. Yeah. So it's so close to, mm-hmm. to the word sucrose. So this stuff is in like everything as far as if you're talking about protein powders and protein bars, energy bars and that kind of stuff. It's in everything. And I used to eat so many different types of protein bars just to, you know, when I, you know, to try to get in enough protein throughout the day and stuff when I was into work and like weight, you know, bodybuilding and that kind of thing. And I used to always drink, you know, different energy drinks and stuff like that. And and the sweetener was always at sucralose. And I used to, for the longest time, I used to get the worst headaches, the worst headaches. And I would down Advil to mask the headache and get rid of the headache. I didn't realize that that was probably what was giving me the issue was this sucralose, this chemical, and probably other things that were in a lot of these drinks and, and bars and stuff that I was that I was taking. That are labeled as healthy. That are labeled as healthy. You buy them at GNC or, or the vitamin shop or the health healthy food section in, in the grocery store or wherever else you go. They're marketed as healthy. It says it's healthy. But it's anything but that. And, you know, and if you're like, for example, a lot of the weightlifting, like the protein powders and stuff, you read about them in the health and fitness magazines, the muscle and fitness, flex magazine, whatever, men's fitness, whatever those, you know, you, you see those advertisements in there. That's essentially what those magazines are. It's just a whole bunch of ads with a couple of articles and pictures here and there. That's all they are. But you would think, okay, well, this must be good because look at the mo- the picture of the model taking it or the, the celebrity endorsing it or whatever, and it's not. It's anything but that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, anyway, I used to take all this stuff all the time, just working out and everything else because I thought, well, I need it. I need this protein, and, and I can't eat chicken breasts all day, so I got to eat this stuff. And, yeah, essentially, I like I said, I was getting horrible headaches for the longest time. And I found out that that's one of the side effects of the sucralose. Uh, it can also make you real dizzy, real real foggy kind of feeling. And I used to get like that all the time. And essentially, I was taking this stuff for years. And it took me getting really, really sick. And finally deciding, you know what, I got to figure out what's wrong with me. And, and, and finding a, 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 a naturopathic doctor that was willing to look and find out, hey, What's going on with you? Problem. Let's let's find out what's causing your your problem. Let's not just you know prescribe you medication, which is what all the other doctors I'd seen wanted to do, and I didn't want to do that. And yeah, it was a food sensitivity test, and found out I had leaky gut, and I had a bunch of foods that were bothering me. And sure enough, one of the side effects of sucralose, leaky gut, and and you know messes with the good bacteria in your body and stuff. So. Yeah, uh, eliminated that. My headaches went away. Didn't have to take Advil anymore. Didn't have to do any of that stuff. So, yeah. Anyway, we were we were talking. The, the reason why we got onto this is because I was looking at uh, a protein bar because I'd heard that it was now sweetened with stevia. 
and they were removing the sucralose and taking that out of it. So I'm looking at it, and, and they're called Quest Bars. So they, they don't sponsor us or anything. It's not a plug. They probably gonna, won't want to sponsor us It's going to turn into anything but that. And so I'm looking at it. I'm like, okay, good. I'm reading the ingredients, and I'm like, oh, good. There's, they have a couple of flavors that still have that sucralose in it, but they have some that are not sweetened with it. So I was like, okay, I'm going to get some of these, and that's cool. And that was all I knew, I, that I looked for. And again, being in the health and fitness space, it's it's so almost impossible to keep track of all this stuff. It's like you got to walk around all day with like an encyclopedia or a notebook with you, just going to the grocery store, going to the health food store to try to look up different ingredients. It's it's insane just keeping track of all this stuff that's allowed and federally approved by the FDA, allowed to be in our foods and marketed as healthy. It's what does amazing. that tell you? It's an, it's amazing, and it's it's anything but. So do you want me to talk about the Quest Bars as Let, an example? Yeah, yeah. Because give, a lot yeah. of these protein and energy bars are labeled as healthy, but they're loaded with either a lot of sugar or a lot of chemicals and other crap. So, for example, we looked at Quest Bars. Now made with stevia. One of their popular bars, Cookies and Cream, is advertised as real cookie crumbles and delicious white chocolate flavored chips not actual chips white chocolate chips flavored chips america's favorite flavor can now be your favorite quest protein bar so right there kind of tells you like when they start using words like they start adding stuff in like oh it's flavored okay so it's not actually that's just flavored is that good to know it says it's nutrition 21 grams of protein four grams net carbs one gram sugar 15 grams fiber the ingredients there's a protein blend of milk protein isolate, whey protein isolate. There's also soluble corn fiber, which is fiber from corn that can dissolve in water. There are almonds, water, natural flavors. So they don't say what these natural flavors are. That's another. What they're made of. That's another red flag. Because mm-hmm. natural flavors could be insect guts or whatever, you know, like. That's what most oh, yeah. of that natural flavor stuff is. And that's why it's labeled as such because no one's going to want to see, you know, whatever <laughs> insect, you know, cockroach sperm or whatever is the natural flavor in something. Really gross, but tastes great, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cocoa butter and erythritol. Now, I want to get into erythritol. 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 I, yeah. If I can't say it, come on. It's you an can't arti- say a lot of things. What I do you know, mean? this is true. <laughs> what are you talking about? An ar- it's an artificial sweetener <laughs> commonly used in low sugar and sugar-free foods. It's designed to replace sugar and calories to create a quote-unquote diet-friendly result. Powdered erythritol sweeteners bake in a way almost identical to sugar and are made by combining and fermenting certain natural sugars. It is classified as a carbohydrate, according to the FDA, and it is used not only to add sweetness to foods, but texture and bulk as well. The sweetener also prevents browning and dryness issues. Okay. Despite its carb level, erythritol is not absorbed by the body and will not contribute to weight gain. The sweetening effect this substance provides comes from sugar alcohols. Sugar alcohols do not break down in the body and therefore do not contribute to your daily carbohydrate intake. Okay, doesn't seem that bad, right? So far, so good. Okay. Erythritol is generally crafted from GMO cornstarch and has been referred Mm. as an invisible GMO ingredient. It may be used as an insecticide in the future due to its apparent ability to kill bugs. 
This substance is frequently marketed to diabetics and those with weight gain and metabolic issues because it provides a sweet taste without the insulin spike or added poundage, even though it's kind of questionable how it helps prevent weight gain. And side effects can include bloating, gas, diarrhea, nausea, vomiting, heartburn, irritable bowel syndrome, and indigestion. So it also, it's a sweetener and can be a pesticide. It's like, it sounds like one of those like pharma commercials. Side effects may include <laughs> nausea, vomiting, diarrhea. Oh, goodness. Yeah, but it, it's just like, okay, is that really good for you? Is it really healthy? I don't think ingesting an insecticide no, no, hold on, hold healthy. on, hold on, hold on. It may in the future be used as an insecticide. It's not currently. But what does that say about it? I'm just... I I'm know, just, I know. I want you to be accurate. That's all. All right, so... I love how you weighed me away. Like, okay, yeah, anyway. <laughs> I'm not done with the ingredients. So then the Quest Bar also contains less than 2% of the following. Cocoa processed with alkali. And alkali is something used when processing cocoa. It reduces the flavanols, which reduces the bitter taste. And there's debate about whether you should really use the alkali. There are a lot of people who say, nope, it will be a little bit more bitter. But it's keeping it the cocoa as it originally should be. Palm kernel oil, sea salt, sodium caseinate, which is found, uh, it's caseins found in milk. Sunflower, lecithin, xanthan gum, baking soda, stevia sweetener, and sucralose. And as we have discussed, sucralose is basically Splenda, which isn't really that good for you. I remember the first time I had Splenda was at my father's restaurant when I was growing up. I had it in some coffee. No, not grow. I was like, you know, I was a teenager at mm-hmm. that point. And yeah, Splenda. I was taking the Splenda because like, oh, it's better than sugar. I'll use this stuff. And I'd tear open like four or five packets at a time because there was not much in there. And I'd have to dump like a bunch of it in and mix it around in my coffee. And I had that in my coffee for years. I thought that stuff was for so years. gross. I didn't like it, but it was, it was better than black coffee, which now all I drink is black coffee. Uh, or, or when I drink coffee, it's always black. But I mean, like I, I, I thought I was being healthy because the sugar, even though it tasted great, not so healthy for you turns out i should have been having the fucking sugar and you're probably better (laughs) off having like unrefined sugar yeah that that was that's that was the stuff that tasted the best and actually was healthier than than dumping this shit in my body for years but there's so many things out there disguised as healthy yeah that's i mean that's that's our food nowadays everything has Anything that, well, let's put it this way. Anything that's packaged, bagged, it's been processed in some mm-hmm. way. It's got some kind of a preservative in it. Yeah. So. And I'm actually going to get to that because we're going to talk about breads. Oh, yeah. You've got a lot of notes here. I was I was just going to mention this in passing and we're, we're apparently going to talk a lot well, about this I just, stuff. I, want, I thought it was okay. good to bring it up. No, like hey, one cool. of the things, especially in breads, is gluten-free. People think because something is gluten-free, it's healthy. Gluten-free doesn't make it healthy. In fact, a lot of gluten-free products have a shit ton of sugar in it. And it's they, they do keep those processed chemi- those chemicals to keep it like processed and health, like good and from spoiling. Well, we It's think not healthy. Glu- it's for people with a gluten intolerance. That's why it's there. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people jumped on the gluten-free bandwagon because it again it just seems healthier 
And and in all honesty, you're probably better off not having any kind of weak gluten or anything like that. Even though it's every so many people still think it's healthy to have wheat and all that kind of stuff, but and just because it has wheat in it doesn't it, make it healthy. No, but I mean, I get. See, this is where this is where a show like this gets. You're gonna turn some people off because you're gonna. If I say something or you say something that attacks the way somebody eats or the way somebody feels about food or believes about food or or whatever. It, you can get into it. You can get into some choppy. Yeah, choppy we're not attacking there. people. So, no, 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 not at all. That's not, and that's not what I'm saying. But what I, what I was gonna say is, with with gluten and the gluten free stuff, it it became even I myself did it for the longest time. Glu- I I wanted to eat gluten free because I just thought I don't have celiac celiac disease. That's what it's called, right? The mm-hmm. gluten. But you have a sensitivity. I, I I did. I was able to heal myself, mm-hmm. so I can eat pretty much anything again and it won't bother me except for dairy dairy still if i have too much dairy there's still an issue there but if i continue to eat whatever i want if i if i were to do that again i would end up right back where i was a few years ago i'd get sick again and and it's not something that happens to people overnight it's the constant eating and and ingesting of these foods Mm -hmm. and these drinks and things like that that contain all these chemicals because it's not like eating it once or twice is is going to do you in it's the it's the repeated eating and ingesting of these things that that does the damage Mm -hmm. it's a cumulative type damage and i think that's why well i don't know for sure but i think that's why it's allowed to be put into this shit into food because it's not just going to, it's not going to hurt you right away, but it's, I mean, maybe, I think that's maybe the loophole that they use to allow it to be put into stuff. Now, why the fuck you would need to put this in anything to begin with is beyond me, but here we are. But even breads, like regular bread, a lot of it has a lot of sugar. They have chemicals just so it can last longer, a lot of preservatives. So one of the things you can do is make your own bread instead. You can use flour, yeast, salt, and water. I make my own bread. I don't put any sugar in it and it's delicious. So you can make your own bread. And one of the things that I do is I make a big batch of dough and then I break it up into small balls and then I freeze them so that way okay I bake bread for today and then tomorrow then I'll take a ball out of the freezer thaw it out overnight and then in the morning bake another fresh bread and that's a good way to not get all those chemicals yeah for bread if you want to go bake your own bread yeah how many people listening or watching are going to go out and bake their own bread I thought baking bread would be really difficult and I was worried about doing it. But once I did it, I realized, oh, this is a lot easier than I thought it was. So I'm just trying to give people a little confidence that it's not as hard as it seems for anyone who's worried about that. That's all. All right. Moving on from bread. Diet soda. Oh, fuck. Okay. Let's talk about like diet soda. What about Many of them contain aspartame. That's found in Diet Coke. Uh So they use aspartame instead of sugar. So aspartame is, we know it as equal and NutraSweet. Those are both aspartame. And it's one of the world's most widely used sweeteners. And it's 200 times sweeter than sucrose. Aspartame is a synthetic chemical composed of the amino acids phenylalanine, 
and aspartic acid with a methyl ester. When consumed, methyl ester breaks down into methanol, which may be converted into formaldehyde. It's also been linked to cancer, migraines, and headaches, seizure, stroke, intestinal, and mood disorders. Sounds like a party. Yeah, so this is in a lot of diet drinks. So when I was 21, 20 or 21, I can't remember, I started drinking Diet Coke. and Just for the taste of it? Oh, yeah, right. And it became kind of all I drank because it was diet, so it was healthy. I was a fucking idiot, let me tell you. And and I literally, I remember when I went to wrestle in Puerto Rico, and that was all I drank. I was on an island in the summer, hot, and I, it, you know how most people, bodybuilders, weightlifters, kind of people, they carry on the gallon of water. I always had a two liter of Diet Coke in my hand. No exaggeration. That's what I took to the gym with me. That's what I drank everywhere. And and my friend Steve did the same thing. He, that's what we would do. We just drink Diet Coke all the time. Barely ever drank water. But hey, we're it's diet. There's no sugar. It's well, good. It's good. For you. It, it's we're healthy. healthy. We're fine. We're good. So I got hurt when I was in Puerto Rico. I ended up separating my shoulder and was taken to the hospital and everything. And they're, you know, they get you in the hospital and they take an x-rays and everything. And the doctor comes to speak with me and, and an inter, uh, there was an interpreter that was with me from the wrestling company that came with me to the hospital to translate because mm-hmm. I didn't speak Spanish. And so he's puts up my x-rays and he's showing me my x-rays. And obviously I don't know what I'm looking at. But he's showing me in my x-rays and explaining to me through the interpreter that I have the bones of a 75-year-old man. And it's no wonder I got hurt. And I'm looking, I'm like, what? I'm like, what are you talking about with the bones of it? What do you mean? How can that be? I'm a professional wrestler. I'm 21 years old. How can I be? What are you talking about? Like, I don't beat myself up that bad. There must be a translation There's gotta issue. There's got to be something going on. And so he asked me, do you drink a lot of soda? This guy in, in Puerto Rico, this doctor, this emergency room doctor is asking me this. And I said, yeah, actually, I, 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 but I drink Diet Coke. So yeah, I, don't, I don't drink the sugar and I'm, I'm good. And the guy, the guy looked at me and he shook his head and he started talking like really fast. And like you could, he was getting animated and he's, he, you know, he's really animated and really kind of, Almost, I felt like he was cutting a promo on me, but in Spanish, so I didn't know what he was saying. But he looked like he was like ripping me a new one almost. And so the you know the interpreter's like looking, nodding, and going like, "Oh wow!" And and he seemed to kind of surprised. And he starts translating to me. He's telling me that there the chemicals in Diet Coke, they actually one of the effects they have on the human body is they will suck the calcium out of your bones and deplete calcium from your body. And you should never drink that stuff. And he's just going off on me. And I'm like, what? Like, what are you, what are you talking about? Like, this is the first I heard of it. I had no clue. And he's, he's telling me, he's like, either stop wrestling or stop drinking that stuff because you're going to break. He goes, you, because, uh, and, and I left out, the, I separated my shoulder, but it was literally, so, it was taking a clothesline from somebody. And it was, it was just the way that I landed. It was kind of a freak accident, but it was the simplest little thing. 
And that, that was it. And so he's sitting here telling me, and I'm all, you know, muscled up. I'm jacked. I'm in really good shape physically. I look on the outside. I look healthy. I look like uh, an athletic guy. And, but no, on the inside, that's, that's the thing. We don't see what's going on on the inside from taking all this stuff and ingesting all these, these various chemicals that unbeknownst to most of us are not good for you at all. But, but they, it's labeled as healthy. And, and that, this is the that's point. The, that's the thing. Yeah. And that's the whole point. So it's so confusing. Like some yeah. of the stuff, like I didn't know and I had to look it up and figure it out because like you said before, there's so much. Look at sports drinks like Gatorade. Oh, man. Loaded with sugar. So a serving of Gatorade, so 20 ounces of Gatorade, contains approximately 31.9 grams of sugar. Okay, and, I want to show you guys. And, it's almost and, a quarter cup of sugar. So for our watchers, look at all this sugar. You have visual aids. I have visual aids. This, this baggie of sugar, it's about a quarter cup sugar in your drink. That that's is in, so much that's in, in one, your sports one, drink. One bottle of, of one Gatorade. One bottle of Gatorade. What what size bottle? Is that like the big 20 ounce. ounce? That's 20 a 20 ounce. ounce. 20 Holy fluid ounces. Wow. Look how much sugar this is. It's a lot. This is a lot of sugar. That's about how much Splenda I used to put in my coffee. Oh, jeepers. Be like five or six packets, just dump it yeah. in. This is that's like a do. lot of sugar. And they label it as healthy because it's got electrolytes. It's what plants crave, idiocracy. It's got electrolytes because your body, it needs some salt. So it's, oh, we're going to put a little salt in it. We're going to give some electrolytes and a shit ton of sugar. And it's healthy. It's good for you. That's one thing. I was never really into the Gatorades too much. I mean, I have them occasionally here and there, but it was never something that I was into. I was never into that type of a, a sport drink. You know what I liked? I liked Red Bull. I didn't drink that stuff. I used to drink so much Red Bull, and I'd get the big cans. They were, you know, at first they came out. They were the little like ten ounce cans, or maybe eight ounce. Mm. They were small. They were not. They were not that big. And then they came out with the bigger size. And then they came out with an even bigger size. And then there was like a huge king size. And I used to drink the biggest one I could get. I'd go to the gas station, always get one or two cans of the biggest one, and I'd go through. You know, especially on a wrestling show day. Oh, forget about it. I'd have two or three I of those. never got into energy drinks. I did. When I was in high school, as a freshman in high school, we had a convenience store across the street from the high school. And I would go there before track, and I would get a Jolt Cola. Jolt. Mm-hmm. I never drank sugar. Jolt, but I remember Just sugar. Jolt. I remember Yeah, it. and I get, like, the big bottles, so they were, like, really tall. They were kind of skinny, but it was, like, really tall bottles, maybe, like, 30 was it like 32 ounces or 48 ounces? But I get this bit really big bottle of Jolt Cola, and that would give me energy to have to do a couple laps around the track before I did shot put and discus. It's amazing you don't drop from the dehydration. Ah, uh, you're young. No, I know, but, but that's, that's what I mean. Like, it's but amazing. it's like I just never got into like these energy drinks. Yeah, see, that was my that was my crutch for many, many years. I'm, and then I, I went from the Red Bull. Yeah. Into the five-hour energy shot. Yes, you did. Yep. And I went from the five-hour energy shot to the extra strength five-hour five-hour energies, and it would be like two or three a day. And, and you would of take those. yeah, like two to three a day, and I'd be like, "That's a lot. You shouldn't be taking that many." I needed it to function. I literally my I shot because my you body. were putting it into I, your. Body. I know, but that's the thing. I I destroyed my body, my mm-hmm. my adrenal you glands, everything. Yeah. I completely fried my. My everything. Mm-hmm. I fried myself 
because I was just taking all this stuff thinking I need this to be better. I need this to be faster. I need this to, be, to have energy. I need this for this. I need this to work out. I need this. For, it, it was just an endless vicious cycle. And turns out you don't need any of that you shit don't. at you all. Don't. None of it. I'm and, naturally energetic. So I typically don't. Yeah. You're lucky in that way. I, don't I mean, stuff. for me now, I just, I need my cup of coffee in the morning. I mean, and, and honestly, I don't really need it. I don't need coffee. I just like it. But I do actually enjoy the beverage. I like the, the warmth. And then even even in the summertime when we have it iced, I just like having a, a cup or two of coffee. I just, but, I like the taste of coffee. I mean, we could do a whole show on coffee. Oh, yeah, we could. And how and even that not good is not is good for, for you. Even coffee is not yeah. really, uh, it's, it's not a health drink either. Another thing are those healthy frozen dinners. Think about like lean cuisine and healthy. Just we are just I blowing saw, all chances of corporate sponsors. I, I saw your your notes, but I didn't read through it. But I saw that bullet point. The okay, so what what's a healthy frozen dinner? So like the lean cuisines, healthy choice, like those that are marketed as I a see, healthier okay, option, okay. but they're loaded with like a TV sodium. dinner, essentially, yeah, right? But but they're labeled as healthy. Because they're low in fat or they have low calories. But if you look at the portions, the calories are low because you barely get any food with it. And it's not like a lot of them don't actually have vegetables in them. When you think about the carb and protein portions, it's actually not really healthy when you read the ingredients. And that's, I think, one of the points we're trying uh, to say is read the ingredients, read the nutritional labels. Okay, but but that's that's one right there where you could, I mean, you could write books on this. That the what's a health what's considered a healthy or a good amount of protein or what's considered a good or healthy and amount of carbs vary, in a meal that can vary that's, per person. But that's what I'm saying to you. Why are you saying that? Because you don't know what's a what's what would be a healthy portion of carbohydrates and protein for me may be too mm-hmm. much or too little for you or somebody else. So what's a healthy portion? But what, what do you I'm mean? saying is they're labeling it as healthy, but it's not necessarily healthy. And I feel like. As a person, if you want to be healthy, it's your responsibility to see what works best for your body. And when you're going to get something, look at the ingredients, look at the nutritional value, look at what's inside and see if that works for you. People just blindly get stuff because it says it's healthy, low fat, low calorie. Like there are these flashy words and terms and phrases. Yeah. Yeah. But that's what suckers people in because they think they're doing something good for themselves. But why and why is that though? What does that boil down to? Lack of education. But the information keeps changing too. It's It's really hard to stay afloat. It's lack of education on what is healthy though. What is truly healthy? And you, and you're never going to get, you're never going to get that, that education in public school or anything like that. And I mean, honestly, even a lot of the people that go to school, post high school, going to college and things like that, they get like, become nutritionists and, and all that kind of stuff. They have no idea what's healthy either. Oh, They're I want to share a story about nutritionist. Okay, go ahead. Share your story. No, just because when I was pregnant, I got gestational diabetes with our second son and I had to see, I couldn't take, I was allergic to, they had like tablets that you could take um, instead of going on insulin, but I was allergic to some of the ingredients. So I had to take insulin and they sent me to a nutritionist, the OBGYN. And I met with this nutritionist and she spent all the- The nutritionist was the OBGYN? No, the the OBGYN sent me to the nutritionist. Oh, you said- 
They sent me to the nutritionist, the OBGYN. The OBGYN sent me. I didn't want to, like, who is they? The doctor. I was trying to clarify. Okay. But so I saw this nutritionist and she went over all this stuff about how I should be eating and the right way to eat. And all, and I was just like, I don't agree with this, but okay, she's a nutritionist. She knows better. I will listen. So I listened to her and I was miserable. I ate the diet she gave me, the foods I could eat, and the portions to, to control my diabetes. My blood sugars were still crazy. Even though I was following these instructions to the T, I was actually losing weight. So when you're supposed to be gaining weight during pregnancy, I was losing weight. And I was just miserable, and I was really concerned. And I remember even going to see... At the doctor's office, they had different OBGYNs based off who was available. And one doctor, I, I was almost at the brink of tears because I was so frustrated. I was so hungry all the time and I'm losing weight and I don't feel good and I'm worried about my baby. And I go over my concerns and she looks at me, she goes, well, are you eating? And I was waiting for her to say like, are you eating this or that? No, just are you eating? I just told you what I'm eating, what the nutritionist told me I should be eating. And it took finally seeing a different doctor to put things in perspective and say, if it's not working, then don't do it. If your numbers are crazy trying to do it, 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 it probably just means it's how your body is. So do what works for you. And it was a good lesson because it's like, just because you're following these rules somebody gives you about nutrition doesn't mean it's going to work for you. And ultimately, you need to do what you feel works for you. And that's the hard part is knowing what works for you. And it's trial and error. And knowing what a good baseline starting point is. And again, that all comes down to education. Mm -hmm. We're not educated in those matters, especially in this country. We're just not. It's not, I mean, what was the food pyramid when we were growing up? Yeah. It was like, if you invert it, that's the correct way you should be eating. It was like all the stuff they tell you eat tons of, you should have as minimal amount of that as you can. And I don't even know what the food pyramid is now, but just growing up, it was just so backwards. But that's what we were told is healthy. That's, that's what school lunches and everything else were based off of that. And it's anything but that. But if you want to, I mean, we always we talk about these problems. We talk about these things. But what what's a solution? A solution, honestly, the easiest thing to do. And it actually, it seems very confusing because it is. If you look at all this stuff, the most, the easiest thing to do to solve this problem is just know where you're getting your food from, and just eat natural food. Natural food being Meat, if you eat meat, if you don't, don't. Vegetables, fruits, stuff that's natural, mm -hmm. not something that came in a package, not something that's bagged, not something that's processed. If you're in the grocery store, you, you've, I'm sure you've probably heard this before, you just stick around the perimeter of the store because that's where all the perishable items are. Well, they're perishable for a reason. They go bad because they're only good for so long because they have a shelf life. They're natural. That's, that's nature. So if everybody just went back to nature, we'd be all good. And also combining foods, you know, that's another thing too. Uh, having any one food on its own, you can say is healthy. 
it's when we start combining and, and mixing the different foods because, and this is something that I didn't know till a few years back, your body digests food differently. The pH, the, your stomach acids and everything, it's different depending on what kind of food you're putting into your body. So the way your, your body digests meat or proteins, for example, like chicken, meat, fish, whatever it is, but any kind of protein or, or, or flesh, I guess, anything like that, the, the, the stomach acidity, it's different. And if you're eating meat, but then you're also eating vegetables or fruit or, or anything like that or grains, your stomach acids are not going to digest that properly because they're, 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 they're set to digest, for example, meat. But if then if you're eating like a carb, like one thing that surprised me was yeah. protein and carbs are not supposed to mix. So you think meat and potatoes, it's a staple. Yeah. Everyone loves meat of and course. potatoes, but those don't go together. No, Your body doesn't digest it well together. Yeah. The, the, you, they go together great on the plate and they, they on the taste, taste buds. and they taste great. Yeah. But inside, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't compute. It doesn't it's not OK to do that. Which you would never know that unless you actually did research or went to school, like actually went to school and learned how does the body work? How does the body break down food? How does the, how does, what, what's the body pH? They don't teach us this in school. They At don't least teach not it. when I was going to school. No. Well, you think they're teaching it now? Come on. No. But that's the thing. So getting back to eating natural foods and knowing when to eat certain foods and how much of it to eat and what to eat it with. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing too. If you say, for example, you eat a, a steak, say you, you have a ribeye steak. I used to love getting ribeyes with like mashed potatoes, rice, whatever else, right? That's the worst thing you can eat. It's the worst thing you can do. And I've seen so many different articles. I've heard interviews with like heart surgeons and people that have done open heart surgeries on people and they're cutting open people that eat meats, hearts, and they're just clogged. Their arteries are clogged and this and that. They blame it on the meat. It's not the fucking meat. It's not the meat. It's the everything else that this person is eating with the, you know, with, with their meat. That's what it is. The and mashed that, potatoes with the two pounds of butter in it. Yeah, and that's the thing. You, you, you hear about all these things that say, oh, if you eat meat, then it's, it's horrible for you because of this, this, and this. And, and statistics show this, this, and this. All these statistics, all these charts, all these things, all these studies that are done, they never take into account, well, what else is the person doing? Are they just eating meat all the time? Are they exercising? Are they getting sunlight? Are they drinking sleeping? Water. Are they drinking enough water? Are they doing all these other things? None of that stuff in any research for any type of food is ever done. None of that is ever done. It's always just... The, all these variables are never taken into account. It's just blanket statement. This is bad. Carbs, bad. So eat just meat and fat. Or don't eat meat, just eat this because of this, this, and this. It's never, none of the other stuff is ever taken into account. It's like every single thing is tied in some way to marketing. Oh, and on the other side everything. of everything. How many people say, oh, I'm just going to have a salad? So they say, I'm going to be healthy. I'm going to eat a salad. Now, yes, if you're having a salad with greens and vegetables, okay, that sounds fine. Maybe a little olive oil and vinegar. But what, what do people usually put on salads? 
they add cheese, they add bacon or bacon bits, bits. croutons, lots of dressing, something like blue cheese or ranch dressing. dressing. And, and, Oh, it makes it taste so good, but it's not as healthy anymore. But not people think because it's a <laughs> salad, I, I use that term lately. People think because it's a salad, oh, it's healthy. I have a salad. There's only two little pieces of lettuce on it, and the rest is all like other stuff, but it's a salad, so it's healthy. Right on. The things we tell ourselves to make us feel better about what we eat, right? Yeah. But, but again, it, I think... It, it just goes to the point of, well, what else are you doing? Because if you say, sal- doctor, I eat a salad. I eat all I eat is salad. Okay, well, what's on your salad? What else are you eating aside from salad? If and you just, I mean, if you just ate salad all the time, that's not healthy either. In my view, I, I but again, I'm, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a nutritionist. And no. even if I was, I can't say what's going to be healthy for you or what's going to be healthy mm-hmm. for... Anybody else, it's, it all boils down to you educate people. It, this is, for me, my solution, in my view, my opinion. You educate people on, okay, these are, these are natural foods. This comes from the earth. This comes from an animal. And even animals. If you eat animals, what is the animal eating? Because that's getting passed on to you, too. So that's why, uh, for a lot of people that eat meat, grass-fed, grass-finished meat, uh, beef is the best kind of beef to eat because it it's not fed corn and all this other stuff that just and hormones and all these other things, you know, it's supposed to be a healthier, the the healthiest Mm -hmm. version of it. Right. But yeah, it just comes down to education, educating people. This is what this is. This is what this can do to your Mm -hmm. body if you eat it with this, but if you eat it alone and then you wait an hour and a half and then have your rice or your mashed potatoes, You'll, you'll be fine because by that point, your body will have had time to digest that meat and start to slowly pass it through your system. And then you, you can introduce something else in and then your your stomach is ready to digest something different. I didn't know all this until yeah. I started reading you know books on it. But I think it's just people should, you know, I guess we're encouraging people to do a little more independent research and not just in general stuff, because like we said, what works for one person doesn't work for another, but see what works for you. And trial and error goes a long way because there are foods that I don't tolerate well, or if I combine them, I don't tolerate well, but Alex is fine with them and vice versa. So just because it works for him, it doesn't always work for me. It's really a matter of seeing what works best for you. And I notice when I combine some certain foods and not combine other foods, I just feel better. I used to eat all the time and felt so sick after. I'd always feel gross after I ate. And you think, oh, you know, just I ate too much. But it's, I can eat like certain things I put together that are supposed to go together and work better for me. I feel great. Even if I feel really full, but I still feel good after. And that's when I realized there is a difference. And I think a lot of people don't realize that. So you get to see what works best for you. Yeah, well, and that's the thing. I mean, geez, yeah. I, I had to be hit almost forty before I realized. You know, I gotta, I gotta figure something out. What's going on? With my, what's going on with me? Because I'm, this isn't right. The way I was feeling and everything. Yeah. So, and that's when I really, really started looking into, really, I should say, really looking into health and fitness because what I was doing was not healthy. And I mean, yeah, you could, you could. I, I could have put on the fitness hat and said, yeah, hey, it's part of being fitness. But is it really? You know, the the health the health part of health and fitness seems to have 
been lost in that genre, if you will. There's very, very few people. There's there's a couple of good ones out there, but there's very few trainers and, and, and I guess now the new thing is influencers and things like that that are actually concerned with health and not so much the way they look. So I'd be concerned though, like if you say an influencer, like right there, it's like, I don't know if I can trust you because you're being paid to well, tell people yeah, something. Yeah, but I mean, well, yeah, I, and, and I'm not going to, I'm not going to knock no. people that are making money because it, you, you got to make money. To survive. You got to make your scratch but somehow, I'm just right? Saying, like so, if you're being paid to influence somebody on a certain thing that's healthy, are we going to fall into these kind of ways of thinking oh they're saying it's healthy so it must be healthy i think at the end of the day we just have to do our own well research. yeah at the end of the day it doesn't matter who's saying what uh and it's actually uh, on that uh, uh, back on the influencer kind of thing just for a second i i was briefly earlier i was on I, I can't remember i was looking at something and i had uh come across like an ad on my phone and it was for some health drink that uh dwayne johnson the rock is came out with some new health drink or something and it's called Zoa, Z-O-A, I guess. No but idea. It, but it's the the A is actually the Greek Delta symbol, which is weird. But anyway, so I'm like, oh, that's interesting. He's got a health drink, huh? Let me look at it. Let me see what's in there. I, so I went and I looked at the ingredients and everything. And I'm getting all the way through. I'm like, oh, this actually looks like it might be pretty good. It's got a couple of natural. It's all it looked all right. Get to the last thing, sucralose. I'm like, he's fucking kidding me. <laughs> Come on, so, so even even the Rock is pushing stuff that is really not so great for you. And I think, unfortunately, one can argue. Well, you're not supposed to have it all the time, just once in a while. But it doesn't come off that way to people. Well, I mean, that's that's but a bit, that's the out for everything, though. Yeah. Well, you're not supposed to have it all the time. Do what what are you doing having it all the time? You're do only you having it once in a while. Growing up in the 80s, when you would see cereals like Cocoa Puffs, like the really sugary cereals, Fruity Pebbles. The good stuff. Stuff part, that tasted really good. It's a part of a balanced breakfast. Yeah. How is that part of a balanced breakfast? Hey, it's sugar. It's like anything else. If you say it, see it, hear it, read it enough, you start to believe it. Yeah. That's if, I mean, that's if what they it start is. Saying it enough, and then other people start saying it, then it it basically becomes a, a truth to people. Yeah, that's even a, that's though all it's it not real. That's that's all it is. That's just how it works. All part of the American experiment. But I think a lot of our hearers and watchers have caught on to that already. Yeah, yeah. I I would like to think so. Anyhow, if you're but listening for, to us, then probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but for anybody that, that isn't, hey, just do your research. Yeah. Look at look into food combining. Yeah. If you want to get healthy, look into how to how you should properly combine mm -hmm. your foods. And it's not so much again, not necessarily limiting or eliminating certain foods. Although again, some people feel the need to do that for ethical reasons. And that's I get that. That's yeah. totally cool. Uh not 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 to go on a tangent or anything, but I, I remember I know I know that one of the big things with, with vegetarians, vegans is is the the treatment of the animal and 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 that kind of thing and and seeing how animals are processed and how that can really do a number on you. Yeah. And and I remember the first time I saw those and I was like I, I what am I, what? This is what happens? Like you don't know, you're just buying something in the store, you're seeing it packaged, you don't realize what went into getting you that steak or and, that and not burger? Just, not just that, not just the way it's treated, and but the energy of that animal, the way it's treated, all that stuff carries into the meat. I sure. just wanted to throw that in there. Yeah, I guess so. 
but I mean, so I get the ethical thing. I get, I get why people maybe don't feel comfortable eating. I, I totally get that kind of stuff. But my thing is a, a human diet should be, uh, in my view, again, this is my opinion. I, I, you can tell me, go fuck off. It's fine. You should have a balanced diet. You should try to include a little of everything. And obviously you can't, it's not possible to get a little of everything every day, but it's just, I think the best way to eat is just seasonally. What's in season? where you live yeah. what's in season what's what's and go to local farms what's available yeah and, and if, especially if, for me like check you, out the yeah. quality of life for the animals if you yeah if you have a local farm in your area a farmer's market or something mm-hmm. like that that's usually the best place to get your stuff yeah usually and it's usually more expensive but if you look at the quality the animals are given a better life you can see how they're treated are you disagreeing uh, no i'm not i'm i'm go, no finish your point but i'm, I'm gonna tell you why it's not expensive okay well usually it seems more expensive but no okay well anyway you can see that that they're getting a better quality of life you can see how things are you're actually at the farm because we have local farms here in new hampshire and you can see the cows you can see the chickens you can see how they're treated you can see the range it's not like a little you know four foot by four foot pen that's called free range it's actual like fields that they're allowed to go and roam so you can see okay they seem to have a good quality of life so what i was why i was shaking my head no when you're saying it's more expensive it's not more expensive it's not if you eat organic or local or whatever think about it will it be a few more cents or maybe a dollar or so more yeah Maybe it will be more than what you get in the grocery store, but, but in the long run for your health and your pocketbook, it's not as expensive as if you get cancer or some other type of disease or or sickness or illness that you got to deal with. It's not more expensive. The couple of bucks more that you spend at your local farm, that's in my view, that's worth it. I think in most people- well, dollar for dollar. When you're comparing a supermarket okay, steak. and but what are you getting in the supermarket steak compared to what you're getting what at the local it's steak? Higher quality. There's so many more perks with where you get it from the farm. If you you gotta if you can buy a little bit more, if you have a freezer in your home and you buy a little bit more from that local farmer, you usually get it for a lot better price than you would get it at the supermarket when you're talking price per pound. And a lot of them have deals too. Yes, which is, again, it it will probably, a lot of times, depending on the quantity that you buy, Mm -hmm. your quality will be better, but the quantity you buy could end up being even cheaper than if you bought it in the grocery store. So it's not necessarily more expensive. When you're saying dollar for dollar, okay, if you're going to compare receipts and you're buying the same amount. That's what I'm saying. Okay, fine. But is it worth it for a couple of bucks? I like how you're arguing with me, but we're agreeing. Yeah, no, but I'm saying, isn't it worth it for a couple of dollars more? That's my point. It's worth it. And knowing that you're getting something that you're putting into your body, you know, is is natural. It came from a a, a local place. You you could talk to farmer Bill or Joe or Ben or whoever. Mm -hmm. You, You could talk to them and you could actually... You know, build a relationship with them. You know they're good people. They could see their farm. You don't you think that's worth the couple dollars more? And also yeah. keeping this farmer in business so he can feed you and your family. Yeah, it's it, it kind of makes sense. I know, and it's, that's what I'm trying to. It's say. not really more expensive. So if you can go to local farms, 
go to local farms. They have Absolutely. what's seasonal. Yes. Yeah, and it's usually yeah. a lot better product than what's in yeah. the supermarket. So eat seasonally. Mm-hmm. Try to try to eat a little of everything, and just try to again just keep portion control is the yeah. biggest thing for health. It's portion control, and, and that's all. And, and if you're gonna have ice cream, you're gonna have your sugars, you're gonna have your your treats here and there. Just limit it. Don't have so much of it. And don't. That's why to me, when you have elimination diets, you just say, "I'm never having that again." You always end up yeah. failing that kind of thing. So, but that's my that's my spiel. There you go. Like I said, I could go on for forever talking about this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And and again, always do your own thing. Do what works for you because mm-hmm. what works for you is not necessarily going to work for me, mm-hmm. for her. For you know, and what works for us ain't gonna necessarily that's work what we've for been you. Trying to say, and right? Just do your own research. Just do your own research. Just have a good baseline to start. And the the best way to start is just to go back to basics, back to what's natural. One ingredient foods. That's it. You shouldn't have to. <laughs> if you're looking at something and it's got a bunch of ingredients, guess what? You should probably put it back on the shelf and just move on. Move on to something else. And you know what? I'll even challenge our hearers and watchers to try something, like try a fruit or a vegetable that you haven't tried before. So I remember the first time I tried cauliflower and I was like, Ugh, this was like years and years ago. But I remember thinking like, oh, it's going to be so gross. And then I actually really liked it. So you might be surprised by what's out there and what's available and that you might actually really enjoy eating it. So I challenge everyone just to try, try something different, a different vegetable or fruit. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I never ate fruits or vegetables at all. I would never did growing up, never wanted to, never cared to. My parents always had a garden, always had fresh stuff. I never ate it, never did. I just, I, for whatever reason as a kid and just didn't want it and they never, forced it on me or anything like that now I kind of wish they would have now but I grew up all throughout my life until I met you I never ate any of that stuff it wasn't until I met you and you started cooking me different things and and I was like okay well, I she's an amazing cook so like whatever she puts in front of me I'll try it and I ended up really liking a lot of stuff that I had never tried before probably never would have tried if you hadn't put it in front of me so yeah there's a there's there's a whole generation of people out there that grew up on fast food and and that kind of thing and fruit nature's fast food <laughs> vegetables fruit nature's fast food is that what it's, yeah is that, <laughs> I guess so yeah I mean but there you go anyway we're gonna keep repeating ourselves here yeah so we hope you enjoyed this episode we hope, yeah, you, hope found you found got, it interesting hope you got something out of it yeah and just know I mean again like I I you've had your issues I've had my health issues. That we were able, uh, that this is the this is the light at the end of the tunnel for everybody, I hope. I told you what happened to me when I was 21, drinking all that diet soda. My bones were becoming brittle. I was getting hurt, doing real basic stuff. I was able to heal myself. My body healed itself. All I did was stop drinking diet soda. I stopped drinking it. And I didn't just cold turkey, drop it, never have it again. I would have it occasionally, but I dialed it back big time. And my body got the reprieve and was able to heal itself. Bodies are amazing. When I when I went to that naturopath several years back and I found out, you know, got myself tested for all the food sensitivities, I cut all those food. Now, that time I went cold turkey because I realized I, I've got a real bad problem here now. And obviously I'm older than 
you know, 20 year old. And I was able to heal the leaky gut. I was able to heal all my sensitivities. I was able to get my adrenal system back. I was able to get my energy back. I was able to heal myself. It does not happen overnight, but your body just at, I mean, just like you don't get sick overnight, it takes time. It's a gradual buildup of these chemicals and these, these things that you're putting into yourself. Well, uh, it takes, it's a gradual healing process that has to take but place too, but it can help. So that should be the light at the end of the tunnel. That's yeah. what I think we should end on. You definitely can get better. You can heal yourself. There's a way to do it. There, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Our bodies are amazing. They really They're are. amazing. We're born with amazing vessels that we yes. that we occupy. So, just do your best to take care of it. That's and and uh, and if you've been duped like I was for so many years, and you don't be embarrassed. I I mean that's why I'm always so open and honest about stuff because yeah. I hope that anybody listening can get something from it. And realize, geez, this guy's admitting this. Like, I was the picture for so many years of, of health and fitness. At least I thought. I, I thought I was. Because if you'd look at me, you'd go, that guy's in shape. That guy knows what he's talking about. He knows what he's doing. I had no fucking clue. But on the outside, I looked like I, looked like I was in you shape. Looked I looked part. like I did. But I mean, I, I knew what I was regurgitating from reading muscle magazines and reading, you know, muscle books by... People that are getting paid by supplement companies to push stuff. You didn't know. Hope somebody got something out of this. Do you have any, any final closing words for from you about anything? Uh, yeah, I just, I hope that people who heard this or watched this, that, you know, maybe you learned something. And, and hopefully if you're not already on a better path of healthy eating, Maybe it's taught you something and you can figure out what does work for you. Don't be embarrassed if you were on the people buying lean cuisines. I used to do that. You know, back when I used to think like, oh, I need to lose weight. I have to look really skinny. It, it was like, again, the brainwashing of society of I need to be a size four, you know, for, for me to look good. I have to eat little portions and eat the lean cuisine or the healthy choice or whatever it was, I did that too. You know, we, we all do stuff like that. So I don't want anyone just being embarrassed. And that's why we kind of, we share our truth and our honesty. Yeah, yeah. And I think, and that too, that's going to be one of the things that I'll, I'll be, as we close out, that I'll be offering when my uh, my site's finalized and back done. I, I'll be I'll be doing consults like how you do right now uh, for people that want help with that kind of stuff. That's that's going to be something that I'll be offering. So keep a, a lookout for that. And that's something I can offer too with hypnotherapy. If you're having a difficult time and you want to make a change, you have to want to do it. But if you just need some help getting there, hypnotherapy can help with that as well. So depending on what you're looking for, there, there are different avenues for you, even if it's not with us. On that note, until next time, hopefully we're talking about something a, a little bit more... Well, you know what? No, fuck that. I was going to say a little bit more fun, but you know what? I thought this I, was fun. I, 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 and educational. I hope, I hope, yeah, people had fun listening, I guess, and, and maybe, you know, just, just hearing some of the stuff that some of our personal experiences and knowing that, you know, I've, it's not all peachy keen out there, but it's also not, it's not impossible to come back from a bad health experience. So, yeah, I was going to say something more fun, but you know what? Fuck it. I, I, I had fun. You had fun. Hopefully you learned something from it. Hopefully we didn't piss anybody off. And if we did, hey, sorry. Well, that wasn't our, intention, our intention at all. 
But if you get pissed, hey, nothing I can do about that. Nothing she can do about it. But we appreciate you listening to us. And, uh, it, and we appreciate you. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, we, we always ask our friends, our hearers and watchers, uh, if you don't mind when you are subscribing or following or, or whatever it is you're doing or listening to or watching us on, if you don't mind, just leaving us that five-star review. Uh, and or if you want to take, yeah, and if you want to take the time to write us a review too, that's cool. And and an email too. We we read emails yeah. when we get them. We we do read them. Uh, and actually, we may in the future, uh, we'll, we'll talk about it. But we may actually start reading some here on the show as well. So if you got a question or or something, or you want to tell us that we're wrong about something we've talked about, or or maybe add to something we've talked about, or share a personal experience that you've had about something. You know, please feel free to drop us a line. We'd yeah. love to hear from everybody. So on that note, okay. I guess at the, I, I was looking to you to see if you had anything to yeah, add, but all right. Until next time. And I don't know what we're going to be talking about next time, but we will be back soon. We've been doing this now almost three years, you said, right? Yeah, April will be three years. Wow, crazy. Amazing. Time flies when you're having fun. Until next time, I am the Golden Greek, Alex Arion, joined as always by my beautiful, lovely, gorgeous amazing certified hypnotherapist wife the lovely monique and you've been listening to the homewrecker podcast <laughs>